Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production. Available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson on demand. Right now. I'm wearing headphones, rocking it back old school radio days. How about that? And somebody said, it looks like I'm plugged into a Walkman. And I remember when I got my first Walkman. Because my brothers and I had to share it. And I was the youngest, so how, how often do you think I got it? And you had your case of cassettes, and then people started to crap on your music selection. And I'm like, then bring yours then! How many times uh, did we have that conversation at parties? This is the Rod Peterson Show. Oh, oh, I'm putting myself in a bad mood to start the show. What? Well, just listening to that. You know what I mean? We yeah. don't like your selection. Well, what's yours? Exactly. You got a better one? No, <laughs> we just don't like yours. Wee! Welcome to the RP Show. <laughs> Excuse you? Did you pass wind? No, I just got to fix the mic. Oh. <laughs> uh, it is uh, Flame Tech Football Friday. It's just going to be fantastic. I see Trevor Red Ranger on YouTube. He's into it. He says, give her time. Let's go. What does Tom Brady say? LFG. <laughs> Tom can literally get away with anything. Oh, yeah. That's what I found out about one Tom Edward Brady. Uh, from Ryan McCarthy in Saratoga, New York. Good day to the Rod Squad and to my friends around the world from Overcast, Saratoga, New York. It's Football Friday. Everybody's excited about it. Uh, the general in Calgary says, my Giants ruined my Friday. Well, before I go any further, what should I use as a splashy gif for the, the tweet of the links where to watch this show? Uh... Should I do? I can't say Redskins. No, I was gonna say there's probably um, a New Fitzpatrick. York Giants. There's probably a Ryan Fitzpatrick, but he didn't play. He didn't play. Oh, I got one. I got one. Victor Cruz. Uh, the salsa. Yeah, I like <laughs> I it. Found it. I like it. You can go to my Twitter right now. You'll see it. That's how we do things around here. Yeah. On the fly. I'm very excited to welcome the guest today. Coming up in hour one, Cynthia Freeland. Okay. You know where you love her, NFL Network. Every Sunday morning, she's on there breaking down the numbers. And I had been following her for ages, but I'm finally going to get to talk to her coming up in hour one of the program today. And you too, yeah. and the guests as well, or sorry, the viewers as well. Um, I, I want to know her deal in terms of the analytics, where she comes up with this. Because if you go back on her Twitter feed, she just had fun analytic predictions for the Thursday night game. She's like, Saquon Barkley, 39 yards, yes or no? Uh, by the way, he ended up with 57. And she predicted the score within 
It was like Washington by six. And as you know, it was by one. And we're going to get to that. I just want to know where she comes up with this stuff. What's her background? All that. And then the Toronto Argonauts. I'm not sure what his official title is. I'm just going to call him the assistant general manager, John Murphy. Murph. He's going to be with us an hour too. Now, I haven't quite figured this out yet. Because he offered to come into the bunker and then it was poo-pooed by the powers that be because of COVID stuff. And yet, I went down to the Hotel Saskatchewan yesterday, had to get a shine on my shoes. <clears throat> That's not even a metaphor. Like, I literally did. Yeah. And I ran into some Argo players. We're hugging. We're talking. And then some Ryder players came and interrupted us. We're hugging. And we're talking, and I'm like, I don't understand. What's the difference between Murph and these players? I've now hugged literal players from three different teams, and that seems fine. But Murph can't come in here? I wasn't going to hug him. Does that make a difference? (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? I was on an elevator this morning. There's two guys in the elevator with masks on, and I'm like, don't! We're there now, aren't we? Sorry! And of course, I got that death stare like I was a serial killer. I'm like, I'm, uh, I'm sorry. <sighs> We're back there again. Are we ever? And it's worse. Well, we're going to get to the actual football talk. This thing's slipping out of my ear here. What's this? Hit him again, ye men of Calgary. Go Stamps. Jeffrey and it's Stamps game day two. Okay, I'll get to the football. I guess I was kind of talking football, but that's that. That's what's going on. So, quick six showhorn, uh, please, if you don't mind. Quick six show topic. All right. By the way, this is the uh, warm up brought to you by Ecole Electric. Uh, Thursday night football, Washington thirty, the New York Giants twenty nine. We all watched it, right? You want to know if you care? Washington was favored by three point five, so the Giants did beat the spread. What do you get in the standings for that, Moose? Do you get anything? Do you yeah. get a trophy or anything? No, you get a pat on the back. And uh, <laughs> That's, and a lot of people are mad at you. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so Taylor Heineke and Dustin Hopkins made the most of their second chances on Thursday Night Football. Washington needed every last second of the game to earn a long-awaited win over the New York Giants at FedEx Field. Hopkins made a 43-yard field goal on an untimed down after a penalty negated his miss just seconds earlier, and Washington beat New York 30-29 to on Thursday night, snapping a five-game win streak for the Giants in the series between the two. It also gave Heineke another moment in the sun after he cost Washington with a late-game interception. The 28-year-old quarterback was making his second career start in the regular season and first since 2018, but he was a bit of a sensation, as you recall, Moose, last year because he played for Washington in the playoffs against Tom Brady and Tampa Bay. Wonderful football game Thursday night. So great. You maybe there was people writing in here yesterday going, boring matchup. Just watch the game. You couldn't take your eyes off it. Daniel Jones, what a shame for this kid that the Giants lost. Because that might have been his best game ever in the National Football League. And if you saw, I tweeted, who's the guy in the Daniel Jones jersey? Right. And uh, Zig <laughs> Fracossi from NFL Radio goes, oh, the guy that's 4-0 against Washington. Zig shoves it right in my face. <laughs> well, I guess he can only play against Washington because he's like four and a hundred against everybody else. He looked great last night and his team let him down. Where's the Giants fans today? Lawrence jumps offside. That's the penalty that I was reading. Drop pass in the end zone. Giants should have won the ball game, but that's football, as Corey Chamberlain says. Yeah, they should have won the ball game. They're the better team. I think they showed last night that they're the better team. The Washington defense 
does not look like the Washington defense that we thought was coming into the season. The Washington defense that was elite last season with Chase Young, Defensive Player of the Year. Oh, yeah. They look average. Completely negated last night. Completely. They did not look anything like what we think they're going to look like. And maybe that's what they are. You know, you are who you are. Maybe the Washington defense isn't that good. But you're right, Daniel Jones. I mean, he had 73 rushing yards in the first half. And that included, what was that, a 70-yard touchdown run that got called back? Poor guy. Poor guy. Like, I like that. Who's the guy in the Daniel Jones jersey? Because he was, <laughs> he was playing very, very good. Zig didn't like it. And he didn't get any help. You know, the rookie receiver who dropped the touchdown, had another big gain, dropped a couple untimely drops. But they look good, but they, did, they get nothing for it. So we'll see where they go from here. But what looked like a boring matchup turned into a really entertaining game. You just got to watch. And if you don't like it, change to something else. But last night was not that. By the way, I got a lot of things on the go here. Hang on. I didn't even realize that apparently we launched the contest. I'm going to do that right now. The first hour of the RP Show is brought to you by Explore Edmonton and HSBC World Rugby Sevens. It's coming up. It's like a week away. So we're giving away a free pair of tickets for the two-day World Rugby Sevens taking place in Edmonton next weekend. All you have to do is text me on the Prairie Mobile text line right now, 306-840-8777. You know how I knew that we launched it? Because people are already writing in. So are we going to pick a random number or give it to the first person? We'll decide in the break. All right. But people are already writing in. Just send me a note. That's it. And if you win the tickets and you don't go, I'll know. And you'll be flogged at midfield. You'll be beaten. Not virtually. Because I don't want to give away tickets to somebody because you're a contest whore. And then you don't go. How about that? To putting that out there. All right. How do you like my phrasing? I'm good with it. I feel like you didn't like that. What, contest whore? Yeah. Well, prize pig. It's all the Pri- same Prize thing. pig, Whatever. Uh, That's what we call them in the in the okay. inside of the industry. Nelson Hakowicz writes in our VP of Sim Events. Is that still a thing? He writes in and says, he's got a comment to what I'm about to read. My next point was CFL discipline. The Canadian Football League announced Thursday Saskatchewan Rough Riders defensive lineman A.C. Leonard has been suspended for one additional game due to verbal abuse and unacceptable behavior towards the doping control officers. Leonard was previously suspended for two games for failing to provide a sample for drug testing. How do we feel about that? Nelson says, RP, after it came out that A.C. Leonard verbally assaulted the CFL drug testing official, are those what you call CLMs, career-limiting moves? And will he make it to the end of the year on a roster with those antics? I think that he will, yeah. Absolutely. So a lot of guys are writing me going, what do you know about A.C. Leonard? Is he like this? I said, I don't know. We were on the same team together, but I barely knew the guy. I know he's a great player, but I don't know him personally. Do we ever really know somebody unless you follow him home from the stadium? I don't think you do. Right. So he's not going to lose his job. You know why? Because he's a great player. That's why. Yeah. No, that's exactly why. You know, yes, if he's not a great player, these would be career-limiting moves, right? Because when you're great, this is unfortunate. I'm not saying it's the way it should be or anything like that. But when you are very good, um, people are willing to put up with a lot. A lot. When you're not so good and you can be easily replaced, not willing to put up with as much. So it's all about your ability to be replaced. A.C. Leonard's a very good football player, hard to replace. So they'll put up with this stuff until he can be replaced. 
Kaboom, boys and girls, there's a lesson in discipline. How good are you? Depends on whether you keep your job or not. <laughs> Trust me. I know. Um, and then furthermore, Andrew Harris was fined for his role in the Banjo Bowl for grabbing Saskatchewan Rough Riders defensive back Christian Campbell's face mask in a reckless and unsafe manner. So he wasn't kicked out. He got fined. Uh, Rider safety Mike Adam was fined for a tourist hit on Winnipeg Blue Bombers receiver Nick Dembski. Hockey guys were texting me yesterday going, what's a tourist hit? I said it's a hit way away from the play that has nothing to do with the play. An unnecessary hit away from the play, which we see in hockey all the time. I didn't really know how to explain that other than that. He's just being a tourist over there. He was being a tourist. He got hit. Nowhere near the action. It's exactly how it sounds. Yes. In, in hockey, you would call it interference, probably, or two minutes for being stupid. Yeah. Uh, moving on to point three. I'm looking at the odds for our official betting partner, Bet Regal. Bet Regal, touchdown, Steagall. Because we got some things going on in the CFFL, right? With Trevor Harris hitting the sixth game, David Watford starting at quarterback. The guys at Bet Regal have sharpened their pencil with the odds here, by the way. They, I'm telling you, David Watford may be the third-string quarterback of the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Don't sleep on him now. He's been in this league long enough. I think I was saw in SportsCenter 32 career games in the league. Watford's good. And the odds makers clearly know that because Hamilton's favored by 2.5 tonight over the Calgary Stampeders in the first of a Friday night football doubleheader. And then later on tonight, the Rough Riders... Of course, host the Toronto Argonauts. Riders favored by four. If you want to take my bet, I would say take the Argos to beat the spread. I think they're going to win the game tonight. I really do. I'll be on my way to Florida. I'm not sure I'm even going to be able to watch the game. I might have to catch the highlights when I get up tomorrow morning. And then tomorrow, it's the Alouettes. Uh, They're favored by three at home over the BC Lions. I would take that. And now the Blue Bombers, that major swing here. The Blue Bombers are now favored by seven over the Edmonton Elks in Canada's game of the week. So again, bet Regal, touchdown Steagall. They've affected the line, Trevor Harris being gone for six games. Terrible, terrible, terrible thing there. Uh, Are we thinking that's the season for the Edmonton Elks with this news? If he's going to be out for the full six, it might be. Yeah. It might be. But again, what'd you say? It might be the next Jake Mayer, right? Could be. Might be be the next Jake Mayer. So... Um, we'll wait and see. I don't want to write him off before the kids played, but Trevor Harris is Trevor Harris. So that's tough to lose your starting quarterback. It's hard to recover from. Go Elks. But uh, we've got to watch. It's must-see TV. The warm-up's brought to you by E. Cole Electric. Come check out our new Regina and Data Lighting Center. E. Cole Electric, let's get to work. We are. Taking care of business today. I feel like Backman Turner on overdrive. <laughs> the point four Toronto Blue Jays continue their postseason push tonight at Rogers Center in the opener of a three-game series against the Minnesota Twins. The Jays are tied with the Boston Red Sox for the two American League wildcard spots, while the Yankees are a half game back after losing to Baltimore last night. Toronto and Boston were idle. This might be a good poll question. What were you what are you going to be watching this weekend? CFL or MLB? assuming you only have one television. Right. And you're Edgar and Martha. You got one television in the living room. What are you watching Friday and Saturday? Canadian Football League or MLB? Can we tweet that? Uh, Point five. A lot of things going on, like Western Hockey League, where we reside out here in Western Canada. I see the Pats 
Our beloved Pats are at the PA Raiders. The Moose Jaw Warriors are at Swift Current. Uh, Medicine Hat's at Lethbridge. Edmonton's at Saskatoon. Portland's at Spokane. I had to rely on our buddy Piss Jug to tell me that it's Mike Babcock's first game tonight for the Saskatchewan Huskies. They're home to the Calgary Dinos. I had a Huskies football player's dad call me this morning. He's on his way to Saskatoon for the Huskies. I guess they got a kickoff luncheon today. I didn't know too much about this, which is fine. Who the hell am I? But I can tell you this, as you know, because you've been a test, a witness to it, the Miami Dolphins have called me three times this week. Very aggressive. Right? You all set? Coming to the game? Got your tickets? Where are you sitting? We're coming down to see you. And, and it's 2021. You can't BS on this stuff anymore. Yeah. Follow my social and you're going to see that this is going down. So I guess I thank God for those guys calling me because I didn't really know what was going on. Like you, the point being for teams now in 2021 in Canada, I feel they've gotten a little lazy. You need to work to get out front of people. I went to the Instagram of some of the universities and I see it's the home opener for the Cougar soccer and it's on their Instagram. That's what they always say. It's on our website. Just go. I don't have time to go to 1,800 websites. I do not. I need to have it put right in my face. And the Miami Dolphins get it. Bingo. I think maybe it's an American thing. No, you nailed it. Just It has to be put in your face. And it is important. Make sure it's available. If people are looking for the information, it's got to be on your website, on your social, and all those types of things. But having the information on your website, that is good for... That, that will attract your fans. Yeah. Right? But it's not going to attract new fans. Right? No. Those people are already following your website. They're already following your social, so they're coming anyway. So you want to make sure that you try and get it out in front of other people. Now, you can't possibly contact everybody. Do personal invitations for everybody and take, give that kind of one on one attention to everybody. But to certain people, you can try and leverage some influence and they'll get the word out to more people. And, you know, social media is a tool. You had a vehicle before where you could drive to different towns and market your team. Now you got social media. You still got to work at it. You got to put it. You still have to work at it. And my thing is we are the television crew of the Regina Pats Hockey Club. But then we find out that the CBC is coming in to do the home opener. Connor Bedard and the Pats against the PA Raiders are like, sorry, uh, Rod and Darren, but you're bumped because CBC is coming in. So your next broadcast is October 10th. I'm like, you know what? I think I'll just stay in Florida then. You know what I mean? Good. Mm -hmm. Fine. You don't need us. I'll just stay in Florida. It's warmer. (laughs) Did we have Cynthia? She logged in yet? Okay. Okay. Uh, Well, we'll just take a quick break. But I was talking to some of the Argos yesterday. Americans from the Deep South, and they were talking about, they're like, there's a nip in the air. They were saying, they, they've noticed how cold it's gotten. I said, I'm out of here. The warm-up's been brought to you by Ecole Electric, and we'll be right back. We'll be talking with NFL Network Cynthia Freeland next. It is a Flame Tech Football Friday. You're watching on the RP Show. Game Plus Television Network, uh, YouTube and Facebook live streaming, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Attention listeners across the galaxy, all the way from Australia to Houston, do we have a pube problem? If so, our friends at Manscaped have cleared you for takeoff with their fourth generation and brand new Lawnmower 4.0. Kick your pubes to the next planet with a Performance Package 4.0. 
The orbits in your pants will feel like you're in zero gravity when you use the best tools for the job from the leaders in male grooming. Trust me, you're listening to a happy customer. Join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get your rocket ready for takeoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. For a clean trinity and beyond, your space balls will thank you. Trust me. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Okay, I, we found it. I have yet to tweet it because, again, I'm leaving for a couple of weeks after today's show and going to Florida to do the show there beginning Monday. Uh, so we didn't, I didn't get to the Twitter. But the question is, what are you watching this weekend in Canada? Major League Baseball, because the Toronto Blue Jays were on the cusp of a playoff berth for the first time since 20, well, I guess last year, actually. Um, or Canadian Football League, which is a big deal, or anything else. And Sonny's watching on YouTube, and he says, I really would be a happy person if Charlie Montoyo got consideration for manager of the year. Wait, that wasn't what I was thinking. He goes, I'm watching it all. Major League Baseball, college football, NFL, and hopefully some rookie senators and Canadians. No, you can't. It's one TV and it's black and white. Just put yourself in 1965. Edgar and Martha in the living room. Rabbit ears. One game. So maybe we'll, we'll put CFL, MLB, college football, and a fourth. If you're saying weekend, people are going to jump to Sunday and think NFL. So maybe we've got to say Saturday? Friday or Sat. What are you watching Friday okay, night? Okay, we need to manicure this a little Jays bit. Jays play tonight. Okay. Right? Yes, they do. So what are you watching Friday night? Jays or CFL? Friday night football. Gotcha. Boom. All right. Cynthia Freeland I, this really needs no introduction, but I'm going to read from her Twitter bio. Mostly NFL data science at NFL Network. Breaking down NFL data on the numbers game. Play along with me at Pretty Good Picks. And there she is. She joins us today, Cynthia Freeland. Busy lady, I know. Cynthia, thanks for the time. How are you doing? I'm great, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, absolutely, man. I wouldn't miss this for the world. And, of course, everybody sees her Sunday mornings on NFL Network, and we will see you again this Sunday. But, hey, this analytics thing, i got to ask you because I don't know the answer. We all see you every weekend, but we don't know your background. Are you a numbers nerd? What is your deal with analytics and football and the National Football League? How would you get into this? So, I fell into it, but I was a banker. I was an investment banker and I went back to get my MBA. During my MBA, I went to go work in the league office in New York. I worked for the CFO of the NFL then. We worked on some projects like, you know, a 17th game season, uh, moving two teams to LA and, you know, some, some things that have actually happened, which was pretty cool. And I learned how to tie in what you see on the field to how you kind of, it flows down to your bottom line, right? So I learned with the competition committee, what the values of, you know, you need a quarterback that can stay on the field and stay healthy. That's a really big deal. That creates more opportunities for teams to stay playoff eligible. So I just kind of, that was like 2008. And then I realized if I learned how to code, I could do all this stuff faster. And then I realized that if I used the principles that I thought of or I heard of from these coaches who were teaching me things with the competition committee, then I could help teams win games. So I kind of fell into it in this way that was a little organic, but came through the lens of banking. Well, you've earned it. And let me ask you, do you get tired of answering that question? Because I'm sure you've been, how many times you've been asked that question? And do you get tired of answering it? 
I never get tired of answering it. I don't I don't even keep count. I do I do get asked quite a bit, but I'm glad I want people to know you know, nothing's really ever new because people have been using it quality control or, you know, strategy in football since the beginning of time. But if you think about how you can use modern technologies and capabilities and then you honor the kind of past way of doing things in the past of what coaches knowledge really happens to be, then you really create a good marriage where you get a chance to like create some strategy that can make teams incrementally better, which is how you win games. Oh, absolutely. Hey, well, oh my God. My heart's racing because I got so many questions for you. And the viewers are writing in. They're like, Spider Dan says, ask her all the fantasy questions, please. Well, you ask, you ask me what to ask her because I'm not a fantasy guy. I'm just getting into betting, for God's sakes. Don't get me going on fantasy. But I'm looking at your Twitter, Cynthia. And for instance, yesterday, you came up with this high probability Thursday Night Football notes that Saquon Barkley would have 39 rushing on the ground, maybe. I didn't even know if he was going to play. Heineke, 20 yards rushing. He ended up with four. Saquon had 57, as you know. So how did you come up with those numbers? Was that based on some sort of past performances, or what did you just throw that out there? And by the way, you had Washington 23-17, so you had him winning, so it ended up just being by one point. But where did you come up with those numbers? Well, it all comes from kind of the opportunity to score on a drive and who does it. So you take the strategy of what the coach has called in the past, what the attributes of the players on the field are, and you map them all together. I run a bunch of simulations that take the highest probability things like from the past. So you see, you know, this coach calls this thing with this quarterback. We've seen Taylor Heineke play before. We kind of have an understanding of how he fares against defenses that don't bring pressure in the same way. They, the, the Giants defense is not a high pressure offense this year, defense rather this year compared to usual. So it's really more about strategically what is most likely to happen based on not just Taylor Heineke's history, but teams that have looked like this Washington offense compared to teams that looked like the Giants defense. Now, this is the fun part because the viewers do my job. All the questions are coming in. So just before I get to Great. theirs, yeah, I know I love it too, but for you, when would you say analytics really became a thing? Because for me, it feels like it just came on the last 10, 15 years, but then I've had coaches say, no, 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 they were doing it in the 80s. They were doing this, like, you're in this world. When is it? was it first pinpointed that it was a thing and being used by coaches to win games legitimately? So smart coaches have been using it since the beginning of time. I mean, if you look to see like the Jimmy Johnson trade chart in football, that's kind of what's still being used today when teams like say like, well, oh, I'll trade you my third pick for, you know, your next year's first, your next year, whatever it is, all these different things, right? So they've been using a form of it. It hasn't been called like analytics with that word for very exactly. long, maybe like the onset, the, the word money ball, like when people, when that movie came out with, you know, Brad Pitt, that's probably the first time you sort of shine this light on analytics in terms of being called analytics. But quality control has been around for a long time. Strategy has been around since the beginning of time. It's just now that these new technologies are in place, the word analytics and the big data tool sets that you can use have expanded so much that it's just become more accessible and more readily available. And I guess you're right. That's like the buzzword now. But I just remember... In 2000, uh, Lauren Mulliken, former head coach of the Chicago Blackhawks, was the coach of the team I was with. And he goes, track all the penalties by the refs and which one calls stick infractions yeah. and which one calls an obstruction. I'll track that. But that was analytics way back then, right? Mm -hmm. And it was just right. Okay, yeah. so to the viewers, 
They have some specific questions, but overall, Nelson says, how much has legalized sports betting changed the landscape of NFL and NFL Network's coverage? So the thing about, you got to think about betting in a few different ways. First of all, you kind of have to acknowledge that it's been around for a long time, just not necessarily legal in the U.S. So when it's legal in the U.S., that just means that the, sh- the revenues have shifted from you know, something that's maybe not so safe for your money to something that, you know, DraftKings or things that are a little bit more safe. The interesting part here is that I think now gambling will evolve in an interesting way because before you used to do it like in casinos in Atlantic City or in Las Vegas, but now you have the opportunity to use the community and gamification aspect of gambling. So even if you like, you know, maybe you're a Cowboys fan and I'm a Giants fan. So for you know, for four hours, we can go back and forth with each other on Twitter and you create a community. You don't necessarily have to have like money on the game, but you can use the gaming elements of gambling to procure more content. So I actually think it's made us be better content providers because we've been able to sort of use the framework of gambling and legalized sports betting as a way to bring up topics and content. So it's not necessarily being like, hey, please go do this. It's more, you know, hey, this is a thing that occurs in the world, but you know, the really fun part is the fact that like, I get to like talk a little snack to you during the middle of it. Right. So now that I'm a Giants fan, here's three points why the Giants will beat the Cowboys or whatever it is. Uh, Cowboys fan here. Not going to happen Two Well, it's two teams that could <laughs> screw it up, but you know, now seems like a good time to tell people that betregal.net is the official betting partner of the Rod Peterson show. And by the way, you can sign up for the free sports book right now. You'll get monthly 1000 bet regal points and you don't have to wager any money at all. Betregal.net. Thank you for the reminder. Cynthia. It's just fun. Yes. It's just it fun. is. It's fun. And yes, you can Who doesn't just do like it. fun. I know. I know. Well, it's like, it gives you more reason to hang in and watch to the end of the game. And as you say, you get into that community. I'm with you on that. Ryan. H on YouTube says, great to have Cynthia today. I've always wondered how many simulations per game does Cynthia run to forecast the result? Every year I buy more computer horsepower so it goes up. This year I've run 300,000 per game, which means like for the season it's like 81.6 million, which is a lot. (laughs) So how accurate has it proven to be historically? After about week four, it becomes even more accurate. But over time, we're in about the the low 60s, 60 to 63, depending on what metric you're looking at. Now, if you only look at things that in the model come up as over 58%. So there's a lot of things that are closer to coin flip. Football is very, very much a parity situation. So when you look at things that are more certain, those things happen at a 70% flip. So there's some, there's some benchmarks. We put out all my scores every single week because this is all about fun. But if you were only to pick the, the top ones, the hit rate would be higher because there's not a lot of things that reach that that level, that threshold. There's a pearl in there where you just said as the season goes along, it gets more accurate. So I hope people were paying attention mm-hmm. to that, right? Uh, Mike in Toronto says, hello, RP show and viewers. I'm watching on YouTube from Mississauga, Ontario today. Thank you, Mike, for the information. I appreciate it. Spider Dan says, who is your most undervalued fantasy player and overvalued player this season? Ooh, that's a good one. So I think that the one of the more undervalued players, it's going to sound strange because he actually, like, you know, he's a, he's a, uh, a guy who didn't have a good week one. But I think Calvin Ridley was a bit overlooked kind of pre 
fantasy season starting. And of course, the week one performance did not do much to help that. But I think Calvin Ridley is such a great route runner. Obviously, Julio Jones is no longer on the Atlanta Falcons. So I think that progresses. This is a guy who's a candidate for having the, the most receptions in the league this, this, this season as well. And as far as overvalued, it's, a, it's an interesting question because value is really about your expectations. So, you know, in week one, Aaron Rodgers was the most overvalued player because he underperformed based on metrics. I don't think that'll be the case going forward. But if you talk about people who were drafted too high, I think Ezekiel Elliott, sorry for your Cowboys not here, <laughs> but it's not because it's not because he's not a great player. It's just because the way that Mike McCarthy utilizes him in that offense is not necessarily conducive to fantasy points. So it's less about, it's not a knock on his skill level. It's just a knock on the way we score fantasy points too high. How Mike McCarthy coaches the team is not conducive to winning, but that's another matter. Sonny watching in Regina says analytics have been around since 1995. Well, Sonny, if you were listening, she said since the end of start of time, and I would tend to agree with her there. The general in Calgary says, how do intangibles and weather affect your predictions? That's a good one. Yep. So weather is an easier one because there's certain things that matter. So if you have gusts of wind over 17 miles per hour that are sustained, that does affect passing and it also affects kicking. That's kind of proven. You can see it over. If you have enough data, you can start to see trends. Now, then you see who diverges from the trends and who doesn't, and then you have to factor that in. Now, intangibles, that's just is what it is, intangibles. There are certain rates that are, I'm using the word regular rates, and you can see when someone is more than that regular rate or not. Injuries is one of them. Right now, the Ravens are a good example of a team that are you know, crushing that regular rates, too, too many injuries, which is unfortunate and unlucky, but you gotta kind of take these, you have to approximate somewhere, and like I said, over the course of enough data, you can get regular rates of certain things, and then you can, you can factor it in from there. But I don't, I never try to, heart, personality, things like that. You, you can't, you're not supposed to be able to track those things. That's what makes it fun. What you're trying to do with analytics is you're trying to say, okay, here's a structure. And then you can always say, well, I, I think it's left or right of center. But if you don't, if you don't figure out what this number is, you don't know if you should be over or under it. Right? So at the end of the day, what you're trying to do is to create a framework and then you can make decisions based on a framework. Uh, I could go on all day, but I have only one more time for one more question. And by the way, the NFL people have sent me this. Cynthia Freeland is an NFL Network analytics, ex uh, analytics expert, and you can follow her on Twitter at C Freeland, which we all do, of course. And you can see Cynthia every Sunday on NFL Networks, NFL Game Day morning at 9 a.m. Eastern. So, of course, last year, everybody was at home. I'm hoping you guys are all together again. And I just love those guys so much. I mean, every panel is good. It's the National Football League, but those guys are my favorite. I love Mooch. I love the Playmaker. I love all. How much fun is it to work with those guys every Sunday? I'm, it, it feels like sometimes you have to pinch me. Like, I, I legitimately really value all of it. If you would have told me when I was a little girl growing up in Michigan that Michael Irvin would feel like a brother to me, I would have laughed at you. Like, they take such good care of me, all of them. Mooch is like that wacky uncle that you <laughs> absolutely like need at every family event. Michael Irvin's like the most like caring, loving. Nobody loves living life more than Michael Irvin, and he will inspire you to do the same. If you look to see Kurt Warner, so smart, so able to like teach you something every single time you talk to him. And then of course, Rich with his like dry meh, meh humor is just you know he's like that like 
you know, you're you, like the brother, you're like, come on, you know, so it's, it's great. I'm, re- I'm very, very lucky. Well, the first chance you get, just please walk up to Kurt Warner, give him a big hug and say, this is from Rod in Canada. He loves you. I would appreciate that. I, I saved the best for well, last. We have to know. We have a Canadian. We added, we added a Canadian to our show. Rachel Bonetta Nate. is now on the Game Day Morning as well. Oh, starting she's Sunday? Great. Oh, yeah. She yeah, is well, fantastic. She was on last Sunday, too. She's wonderful. Yeah, okay. she's we got two women and, you know, one's Canadian. It's great. <laughs> well, we Canadians, were pretty special. Cynthia, thanks for this. Keep up the great work. This, thanks for the, uh, okay. what should I say, the, the, the education, I guess. And uh, have a Anytime. great season. Okay, Thank thanks, you Cynthia. Me. You too. Cynthia Freeland joining us from NFL Network. You can watch her every Sunday morning, 9 a.m. Eastern. We'll be right back with a sports update and more. It's a Flame Tech Football Friday. You're watching on the Game Plus TV Network, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rob. Welcome back, everybody. Flame Tech Football Friday continues. We've got so much going on today, and it's all fun. I just want to tell you that Flame Tech's locally owned and operated industry and uh, locally owned and operated industry leaders in commercial and industrial combustion technology. Where's my head? Our Friday guests are brought to you by Wheaton Kia. You can find them at the corner of Albert and Avonhurst in North Regina. And uh, Moose is here. How are you doing, Moose? I am great. So what did you think about the analytics chat with Cynthia Freeland? It was awesome. She knows her stuff. Of course she does. And she's great. We watch her every weekend. And great to see her on the show and in a little bit more of a relaxed setting out of the studio. And uh, I hope she delivers that hug to Kurt Warner. I really do. <laughs> I love me some Kurt Warner. And I, I know that we'll be in L.A. in February. And hopefully we'll be able to connect with the NFL Network people down there and uh, continue to strengthen our relationships all across the continent. I think we've said it before, but I'll say it again. We'll be broadcasting from Super Bowl in Los Angeles. Um, We're doing fun and big things around here. I'm uh, headed to Florida today, going to the Bills and the Dolphins on Sunday. Uh, Panthers NHL preseason next week. And I'll be broadcasting the show live beginning Monday from South Florida. Yeah. And it just happens that I'm watching the game last night and I walk to get another drink and I come back and I look and there's 11-11 left in the quarter uh-huh. and I snapped a photo and right away. it to me. It's just one of those reaffirmations that we're doing all the right things. Yes. Opportunity's knocking. Yeah. We're walking through the door. That's right. So I had to, we uh, re, reconfigured the tweet and it is, what will you be watching tonight? Major League Baseball or the Canadian Football League or other, because there are other interesting things. Apparently, there are other things besides sports on television. What? I heard this. I don't know whether to believe it or not, but 59% of respondents so far saying they'll be watching the Canadian Football League tonight. And I, and I guess I, that makes me think maybe I should get to the sports update. But first, the Blue Jays open up a three-game set at Rogers Center tonight against the Twins. Hin Jin Roo gets the start for Toronto, which enters the night tied for the top AL wildcard spot with the Boston Red Sox. Two-way star Shohei Otani's been scratched from his scheduled start for the Angels against Oakland tonight because of a sore right arm that could sideline him as a pitcher for the rest of the season. He'll still be a hitter. 
Just six games into the regular season, and the Hamilton Tiger Cats are already starting a third different quarterback. Veteran David Watford starts tonight. He's the top Hamilton's depth chart as they get it going. Week, uh, what is it, seven going in the CFL against the Calgary Stampeders. I was reading the game notes. The Tiger Cats have won 10 in a row at home. Did they make it 11 tonight, Moose? You said no, right? You're I going did with Calgary? say no. Yeah, I'm going with Calgary. I'm going with Hamilton. Saskatchewan Rough Riders fans can breathe easier. Quarterback Cody Fajardo has declared himself ready to play. Fajardo's status for tonight's home game against the Toronto Argonauts was in question this week. The quarterback was concussed in the second quarter of Saturday's 33-9 loss to the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. I'm smiling because of what just flashed into my head. I'm not smiling because Fajardo was hurt. I'll tell you why I was smiling in a moment. Okay. Adam Hadwin of Abbotsford, B.C. is a shot behind leader Ches Reavy at the Fortinet Championship following a 6-under 66. After a one-week offseason, the PGA Tour began its 2021-22 campaign in Napa, California. Meanwhile, two-time winner Brooke Henderson of Smith Falls, Ontario opened with a 2-under 70 and is two shots off the lead heading into the second round at the Cambia Portland Classic. This sports update for the Tap Brewhouse and drive through Liquor Store where you never have to ask to have the CFL game put on. For Ballers, Rec Room, home of the four-hour Rough Riders tailgate party, that means they'll be getting to going today at 345. Pace yourselves. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. It's no secret I went down to the Hotel Saskatchewan yesterday to get a shoe shine for the NHL games that I'm going to be attending because you got to wear a suit. I know that. And... I ran into these Argo players. I was standing at the top of the show. Then I ran into these Ryder players. And uh, one of the Argo players, was I saying this on the air? He's from Florida. You can go look it up. He's from Kissimmee, Florida, just outside Orlando. He's a very good friend of mine. So I said to him, How's, uh, are you starting tonight? He's like, of course. <laughs> you know how they are, right? Of course. And... Uh, I said, well, he said, what, what's up with you? What's going on? I said, well, I'm actually heading to your state tomorrow for a while. I'm going to be doing my show down there. He said, I'm so jealous. He goes, it's, the weather's turning up here, man. It's cold. He's like, for the other, he goes, you're noticing it? I saw my breath this morning in the car. Come on. In the car, I saw I my see. breath. Turn your AC off. I had to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but I did see my breath. It was six degrees. One when I woke up was was one, mm-hmm. which I don't, what's, what's zero, 32? Uh, something like that. I know in South Florida, it's uh, going to be hotter than campfire chili. And the one thing this guy said to me was all, he was laughing at his teammates because they were all out in their walkthrough in track suits and freezing. He was like, I was in a t-shirt. He's a big guy. Kind of enjoys it. Mm-hmm. But anyways, and then. And then, like I say, then a rider player came along and like pushed him in the back and then pushed me. And then it was like, you know how it is. Yeah. And then I said, listen, I'm just here to get my shoe shine, guys. I'll let you guys do you. And then I went and got my shoe shine. But I was like, why is a rider in this hotel? <sighs> Don't ask questions. Um, next hour, by the way, John Murphy of the Toronto Argonauts will be with us. But what, what, what I mean by that is... As I said off the start, Murph offered to come into the bunker, the Argos assistant GM. And through no fault of the Argos staff, they're like, he can't. He doesn't, we just can't do that. 
but I'm sitting here hugging players. I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand anything. And now we're going back to masks again. And I'm just wondering what life's going to be like down in Florida. You know? Mm-hmm. I know. Compared to this. Yeah. Should I read some comments here? Sure. Uh, from the general in Calgary, he says, Stamp's going to win. Of course you could say that. You're from Calgary. Jeffrey Townen says, if the Stamps D-line plays like it did against Edmonton, the Stamps win this. But we got a lot of Calgary fans uh, checking in today. From Sonny, well, I have to cook lunch for my kids. Have a safe and wonderful trip to Florida, Rod. The PC will be on your show. What does that mean? Oh, I see the, this computer. He's going to leave it up, but he won't be watching. I, got I it. see. He won't be commenting. He'll be yeah. watching and well, listening. Thank you, Sonny. I like it. So it counts as a viewer. Regarding what are you watching, Tacona Pally says, how about watching both, flicking back and forth, but more importantly, listening to the RP podcast on repeat to catch what I missed. How could I get mad at a guy like that? How about that? I'm with you. And one more from the general in Calgary. He says, see, the moose is smart. He bets on sure things, Rod. You could learn a thing from him. Uh, dude, there's no such thing as a sure thing. There's no such thing as a sure thing. Would you agree? That's oh, why they yeah. call it gambling. That's how you end up in the basement with uh, the, the cutters on your toes. Because you thought it was a sure thing. You bet the house on it. And you'd end up now without you, a house. Now you owe. Okay, when we come back, viewer takeover. More of all this, whatever this is. It's a Flame Tech Football Friday on Game Plus, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. Okay, we're getting down to the nitty grit. So I got to say it again. Hour one of the show is brought to you by Rugby World Sevens. And today we're running a contest. Two tickets to the Rugby World Sevens, which is next weekend in Edmonton. They want to pack that place with people from all across the prairies. One of the greatest sporting events ever, the Rugby World Sevens. Explore Edmonton's partnered with us to promote it. Text us 306-840-8777. We'll randomly draw a winner. So we got a nice little uh, batch here of contestants. But you got, what, an hour to get it done. The ultimate all-day party taking place in Edmonton, September 25th and 26th. Two eight-hour days featuring teams from across the globe and action-packed Rugby Sevens matchups. The party continues in the stands with incredible costumes and unforgettable memories. Trust us, you've never seen a party like this. Purchase your tickets today at CanadaSevens.com. There isn't a ton of time left here in this hour, but we will get really deep into this into hour two. Plus, John Murphy, the Argo, is going to be with us. But from our viewers, because I said that this is going to be viewer takeover, uh, Jack Fulton in Vulcan, Alberta. My weekend predictions for the win. Argos, Stamps, Bombers. And he's missing one. Lions and Alouettes. The Alouettes are favored at home, by the way, to beat the BC Lions in Montreal. Um, All the Stamps fans are alive today. You see that? Oh, yeah. The general in Calgary says Kamar will definitely leave his mark in the hammer. He says Bo Levi is money. There's something to be said about the aura of Bo. 
Believe me, I get him. And I think when it happens, when Bo and I meet, I think we're going to be besties. Here's one. Namaste, Bo. The light and the love in me recognizes the light and the love in you. I think that there's a chance. What, what do you think? Can't say it any better than that. I mean, I don't really <laughs> want it to happen, but it would be you good. Don't? It would be good. We'll continue all of this after this break in hour two on Game Plus and YouTube and Facebook Live. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.